the mystery history podcast i'm allison i'm rachel welcome to episode 76 on anton levey and the church of satan 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 we're coming at you live sunday 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 (laughs) i've been watching a lot of wrestling lately there you go we just need to incorporate that yeah yeah it's all all one from the top rope okay we just have a few things to talk about business-wise before we get into Anton LaVey. Who are we going to shout out? Jeremy, as always, for as bringing always. the fire on all of our imaging. He knows what's up. He does. I'm always impressed. He's great. I do too. Every time I'm like, he can't do any better. And then next week it's like, oh my God, he did better. He does. They're just awesome. He always yeah. thinks of like the funniest things and finds good ways to incorporate our logo and just i don't know he's amazing yep, yep. on this last one for ira einhorn the unicorn killer <laughs> was perfect it was perfect like how else i don't know it's just it was funny well i laughed that's when how, i saw it whenever you say it that's what you think of is like is he a unicorn what's up with that like and he he got my vision perfect he's perfect yep and we didn't even Love tell it. him he just no, Did, we never tell knew. him anything. He no. just knows the topic and then comes up with these things. He's great. Yep. Uh, as always, like, share, subscribe, uh, leave a comment and review us on Apple. We did have somebody take back some stars, which was cool. Oh, no. Um, so, I mean, they must have been really pissed. Well, and I had a very bad day, not to make this person feel bad. Cause I guess I now no longer care. It's been a week and I let go of things, but like the day that they wrote that stuff, I was very sad, but also like, I agree sort well, of, <laughs> well, you, everybody's got to understand that Rachel and I, we've been friends for 150 years, but it's different whenever you do a podcast because you got to get in your own groove. You got to, you know, it's different than just talking on the phone or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And I mean, I think I'm going to be different too. So like I listened to you and Jordy's podcast all the time and laughed and like loved it. So, I mean, I understand coming off of what you and Jord had to something else is, I mean, it's just going to be different. And hopefully you still like it. And if not, sorry. Right. I mean, (laughs) in Rachel, you, I just want you all to understand that I was kind of in a bad spot. Um, And Rachel agreed. She would pop in, you know, occasionally whenever Jordan wasn't able to. um, And she's really doing me and us a favor by letting this kind of be in her life now. So I'm very overprotective of my friends and of my podcast. And um, if you don't like it, that's fine. And we're sad to see you go, but just go. <laughs> like you, you, You're like, don't comment. Just right. Leave. I mean, we're, we are <laughs> providing you all free content. Uh, we do it because this is what we enjoy. Um, we get to spend time together and talk about things that we like. So, I mean, if you don't like it, that's fine. Uh, you know, it is different. It's always going to be this now. Um, yeah. 
So if, if you don't like it, then it's fine. But we, I think that now that we've got, you know, we've only done what, 10 episodes, maybe, yeah, maybe I a think little so. less about that many. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it's just like starting kind of a, a new one, a fresh start. So, uh, whenever I, we made this transition, I asked you all to, um, be kind. Some decided to be kind and some did not. And she wasn't unkind. I mean, it was just not extra nice. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very good. It was fine. I mean, it's not like they said anything terribly mean. No. It's just, you know. No. And whatever. And sometimes, I mean, she she made the comment, and I'm not going to call her out or anything like that, uh, but that we put her to sleep. And I mean, sometimes people listen to podcasts to go to sleep. I listen to true crime and the ghost adventures to get my lullabies. And that doesn't mean I hate them or I think they're not good. It's just like my safe thing. So yeah, we hope you find someone else that tickles your fancy joy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. But Rachel, you're doing awesome. I appreciate you being here. You're amazing. You're my best friend and you're my best friend. (laughs) Ain't nobody going to break our stride. Okay. That's right. Just wanted to shout that out there. Um, moving on Patreon, we got $2 and $5 tier. Sure do. We got like 55 ish episodes of, uh, of content on there that will put some people to sleep, but others enjoy. Well, you know what? Um, She should go join Patreon if she misses Jordy so much. Cause he's still, there's unlistened two episodes on there. That's true. Never (laughs) before heard unless you're a Patreon. Uh, if you you join, we will send you a free sticker and a handwritten note because we love you. And there's discount codes for the merch that we got. Yes. Discord. Discord. Talk about Discord. We need to do better at Discord. I we know. were we were hot and heavy on it, and then life just got in the way. Especially October, you know, that's the best time October, of the year. Yeah, September was a very busy month for yes. me and for you. I think October is mm-hmm. probably going to be busy too because we always try to sneak in like all of the spooky fall Halloween activities that we can. But yeah, we need to be better there's lots of options, um, of things to talk about on there. So anything new that you guys are watching and I, I commented back on there this week and I need to need to be on there more for sure. But any, any cool things that you guys are reading or watching, let us know. I'm sure there's like new content out for spooky season that we would be super interested in. I'm mm-hmm. over here like running the old classics all the time, like Hocus Pocus and Halloween Town. And have you seen Teen Witch? No. Oh my God. <laughs> you need to watch it. You wouldn't like it. It's like an 80s movie <laughs> yeah. that I watched when I was younger. So we wa- like I made the kids watch it today. And I was like, man, I, I mean, it's so good. It's so bad. It's good. Yeah, I love those. The the ones that are just like, why did I think this was so awesome? But it's my childhood. Yes. It's a musical, so you definitely oh, won't like it. I hate musicals so much. <laughs> but it's it's like the worst cringe in the best way. Yeah. I love it. But anyways, I want to watch some like actually scary stuff. So I just rewatched Halloween guys. from 2018. I can't believe oh, it's yeah. been since 2018 that that released because it was so big. 
that does not seem that long ago. Yeah, because Jamie Lee Curtis was back and everything, and then I'm, I wanted to rewatch it, so I was fresh whenever the new one comes out. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love Jamie Lee Curtis so much. I, like, I want to be like her when you, I'm old. Do you follow her? Yes, and she's amazing. I love. She was at her. the Women's March. Like, yeah, she's perfect. She's doing stuff. <laughs> she is. But back to it. Get on our Discord. Talk to us. Yes. We'll be on there talking to you. Please do. Please do. Or, you know, email mysteryhistorypod at gmail.com. Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, Messenger, whatever strikes your fancy. Um, Leave those voice messages so we can play them on the show. And yeah, so that's about it. Um, Before we get into this, I just want to let it be known that a lot of these things um, that we're going to talk about <laughs> with Anton LaVey, he pretty much just like wrote his own autobiography. However, nobody like people who go back to try to confirm these things are like that never happened. So whenever you're listening to this, don't be like, that's not true because this is what Anton LaVey said happened. But then some of it were like, well, that was confirmed. Never happened. <laughs> um uh. So just, just wanted to put that out there in the world. Um, so we're reading the story that he wrote about himself. Correct. Yes. And um, so we're going to go into Anton LaVey and then we're going to switch over to the Church of Satan um, and tell you what that's all about. So Rachel, you want to start us off? Sure. So Anton Zandor LaVey was born as Howard Stanton LaVey. On April 11th, 1930, in Chicago, Illinois. His parents were very supportive of him and his musical interests, and he favored playing the piano and accordion. I like accordions. You don't hear about much about accordions. <laughs> Not enough, in no. my opinion. <laughs> no. LeVay attended Tamalpais High School in Mill Valley, California, until he was 16. After he left high school, he joined a circus and later carnivals as a roustabout, which means he handled con- constructing the carnival, and a cage boy in an act with big cats. He then went on to be a musician playing the calliope, mm-hmm. which is that huge thing you see at carnivals that looks like a wagon covered in pipes. So like a big organ on wheels. Pretty much, yeah. Situation. Yep. LaVey said that he would see the same folks who attended the Saturday night show come to the tent revival meetings on Sunday morning, which created his cynicism for religion. Journalist Lawrence Wright investigated LaVey's background and saw no evidence that he worked at a circus as a musician or as a cage boy. So here we go already. (laughs) Oh, right from the start? (laughs) Yeah. Like right, right at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Um, And this was in the 30s. So I mean... Not a lot of documentation yeah. going on. Everybody like was... you could Google it. Correct. Yeah. So he pretty much could have said whatever he wanted. Um, and that's well, just... I mean, good, good start. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure everybody was aware that he's full of lies. Um, but whatever, you know, um, in the winter of 1948, LaVey began to work as an organist in bars, lounges, and nightclubs. He was a great key, uh, keyboard player, which would help him get gigs. When he played an organ in L.A. burlesque houses, he allegedly had an affair with Marilyn Monroe when she was a dancer at the Mayan Theater. People who knew Marilyn Monroe and Paul Valentine, the manager of the Mayan, disagrees with this. 
She was never a dancer at the Mayan, nor had the theater ever been used for burlesque shows. So it was a liar, but not a very good one. I mean, if I'm going to lie, I guess I would say I worked in a circus and did it with Marilyn. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, go hard. If you're going to do it, you might as well do it big for sure. hundred percent all in. (laughs) In 1950, LeVay moved back to San Francisco and met Carol Lansing. They married the following year when Carol was only 15 years old and LeVay was 20. In 1952, Carol gave birth to LeVay's first daughter, Carla LeVay. In order so to... That, av- that's all true. <laughs> that, yes, they do have a daughter. Yes, that is confirmed. Um, in order to avoid the Korean War draft, he studied criminology at City College of San Francisco and attained a job as a photographer for the San Francisco Police Department, where he worked there for three years. He would also dabble as a psychic investigator, looking into 800 calls that were referred to him, referred to him by uh, San Francisco police. However, no records have been found confirming that he worked there, that he was a photographer, any of that. Or so a psychic knows? investigator. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> In 1960, Carol and LeVay divorced after LeVay met Diane Haggerty and became infatuated with her. The two never married, but were companions for 24 years. And she gave birth to a second daughter, Zena Galita Shrek. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1963. At the end of their relationship, Haggerty sued for palimony, which means the division of assets. Yeah. LeVay became a local celebrity in San Francisco through his paranormal research and live performances as an organist. He drove a coroner's van around town and walked his pet black leopard named Zoltan. And every time mm-hmm. I hear Zoltan, I think of, dude, where's my car? Like, Zoltan. <laughs> <laughs> He hosted a number of parties that attracted a lot of San Francisco folks. LeVay formed a group called the Order of the Trapezoid, which later evolved into the governing body of the Church of Satan. Two writers who studied the Church of Satan, Faxneld and Peterson, said that it represented the first public, highly visible and long lasting organization, which propounded a coherent satanic discourse. So it was the first one to really be out there and be like... People hear about it and know about it. And yeah, LeVay began presenting Friday night lectures on the occult and rituals. A member of his circle suggested that he had the basis of a new religion on April 30th, 1966. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, "Eh." seeing if I can skip that word, but I can't. (laughs) Walpurgis knocked, which means night. (laughs) Okay. Walpurgis Noct, which is the eve of the Christian feast day of St. Walpurga, LeVay shaved his head, allegedly, in the tradition of ancient executioners, and declared he was founding the Church of Satan and proclaimed 1966 as the year one, Anno Satanus, the first year of the age of Satan. It was later revealed that LeVay shaved his head because he lost a bet and made up the ancient executioners thing. He's good. He's a mess. <laughs> like, this sounds dumb, so I'm going to make it something crazy. Right, my, like I did this on purpose. With my panther. Right. <laughs> okay. 
LaVey's image had been described as why you put so many big words in this girl it's i don't know (laughs) it's struggle yeah (laughs) as mephacillophelin yeah which means showing the cunning or ingenuity of wickedness typical of a devil so basically he acts like the devil yeah which would have been a lot easier to say right It said that the television show, the Wild Wild West episode, The Night of the Druid's Blood, which aired on March 25th, 1996 and starred Don Riggles. Okay, it's 1966, not 1996. Um, That would have been too soon. Don Riggles. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. Okay, so 1966 and starred Don Riggles as an evil magician and satanic cult leader Asmodeus, which... Philosophalia persona. <laughs> so basically, he was devil persona is virtually identical to the what LaVey adopted one month later. So basically, he saw a TV show and he's like, that's good. And that's who I want to be. Yes. And basically, just adopted that as how he was going to act. That's interesting. Isn't I don't know what the Wild Wild West is. Is it like a comedy show? I don't really Do you know? know. I don't know. Look it up later. I would, I would, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> so media swept in when journalist John Raymond married New York city sh- socialite Judith case on February 1st, 1967 in a satanic wed- wedding ceremony. The LA times and San Francisco Chronicle were among the many newspapers that printed articles dubbing LaVey the black Pope. So he married them. Yes. Yeah, and a satanic ritual. Huh. Interesting. LaVey performed satanic baptisms, including the first satanic baptism in history of his three-year-old daughter, Zena, dedicating her to Satan and the left-hand path, which made worldwide publicity and satanic funerals. Yeah, so he was pretty much doing everything. Baptisms, funerals, weddings. Yeah, working his way into into the religious mm-hmm. sector in the late 60s and early 70s he wrote the ideology ideology and ritual practices of the church of satan he used many different excerpts from ragnar redbeard's might is right and john d's Encock keys to create books such as the complete witch and the satanic rituals in Satanic Rituals, it included ritual drawings on H.P. Lovecraft's style. So he was pretty much just not writing his own stuff. He was just copying everybody. Yeah, it sounds like he's taking notes from everyone else and just like putting them together. And it wouldn't have been bad if he would have just said that he was doing that. But instead, he was trying to pass them off as like he's so brilliant and he just thought of all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but he did admit later that he used of might is right saying he was trying to immortalize a writer who had profoundly reached him by stealing his work. Apparently. <laughs> right. Weird. Yep. In 1972, the public work at LaVey's black house in San Francisco was stopped and work was continued by sanctioned regional grotos. In early 1975, LaVey announced that higher degrees of initiation would be given in return for financial contribution. In June 1975, editor of the church's newsletter, Michael Aquino, left the Church of Satan and formed the theistic Temple of Set, claiming to take an unknown number of dissenters with him. 
The church maintains this policy announcement was designed to clean house of members who didn't understand satanic philosophy. Because of course, that's easier to say. Yeah. So people started to leave and dissent from his church. And he's like, yeah, we were actually like forcing people out. Okay. Bye. We planned this. (laughs) Right. Like they didn't understand our philosophies. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. In 1980, the FBI interviewed LaVey in connection with an alleged plot to murder Ted Kennedy. LaVey told the agents that most of the church's followers were fanatics, cultists, and weirdos. The agent concluded that LaVey's interest in the church was strictly from a monetary point of view, and he spent most of his time furnishing interviews, writing material, and lately had become interested in photography. So even the agents were like, he really doesn't believe this crap. He's just, he's a cult leader. Doing it for the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making some green. In July, 1984, Hegarty issued a restraining order against LaVey, which he did not contest. His third companion was Blanche Barton. On November 1st, 1993, Barton gave birth to Satan Xerxes Karnacki LaVey. Can you just imagine what a name to grow up with yeah and i mean he was born in 1930 so in 1993 he was 63 so he's like an older dad yes and that poor kid you can't even go by your middle name like no Zerxis. which funny story brian's dad told him that when he was younger that like when he was born he was gonna name him zebedee Xerxes. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Like Xerxes is actually an option. Yeah. Here it is. I mean, but I not, would, I'd rather go with that than I Satan. Would, yeah. I mean, I'd go by Xerxes also or Karnacki. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but still, worst. still not a lot of good options. I mean, it's not going to be easy for you, kid. I would say and this person's I, younger than us. Yeah. Huh. And I this looked up pictures of him and he looks like he's a hot mess, which I mean, what do you want? Would you not be your name's Satan? I mean, I don't know. What are you going to do? Or I would say my name's Satan and it's French. <laughs> there you go. Satan. Barton <laughs> succeeded LeVay as the head of the church after his death and has since stepped down and handed it over to Magus Peter H. Gilmore. Yes. So it's still alive and strong, the church. Um, LaVey died on October 29th, 1997 in St. Mary's Medical Center in San Francisco of a pulmonary edema. He was taken to St. Mary's, which is a Catholic hospital because it was the closest one available. Some people, so there's a little bit of controversy here. Some people say he had a conversion to Christianity while on his deathbed, but supposedly this was not true. He was a Satanist even in death. A secret funeral or a secret satanic funeral attended by invitation only was held in coma after which LaVey's body was cremated. So is coma a place? Yeah, I guess. I don't know where something. No, I think it was in a place probably in California, California. Yeah. February 2nd, 1998, his estranged daughter, Zena Shrek, and her then-husband, Nicholas Shrek, published a nine-page fact sheet which endorsed Wright's earlier allegations claiming that many more of LeVay's stories about his life had been false. Shocker. 
so hard to hard to tell anything about this guy because he basically has made everything up and there's not really a place to go to know what mm-hmm. happened right so really the whole the grand scheme of things what we learned is we don't know nothing like we don't yeah. know we don't know he's he was alive he created the church of satan and he's dead that's what we do know for sure 100 for sure and everything else terrible at picking out names for his children <laughs> and i googled all of his kids and they all look like you'd think they would like they're having a hard time like they're all yes i mean i don't hate the name xena so let I me don't back either. up my previous statement but you no. know no that one wasn't bad that was okay no. that was his first all one. right mm-hmm. so that was all right yeah Okay, so let's segue over to the Church of Satan. So the, the Church of Satan was founded on April 30th, 1966, and it was the first above-ground organization in history openly dedicated to the acceptance of man's true nature. Now, a lot of this stuff that I found was on the Church of Satan's website. So just know I'm not condoning or agreeing or any if i say i agree i'll say i'll agree but this is their words okay okay yep to them satan is a symbol that best suits the nature of who they are carnal by birth people who feel no battles raging between their thoughts and their feelings they do not embrace the concept of a soul imprisoned in a body it resides it represents pride liberty and individualism Qualities often defined as evil by those who worship external deities who feel there is a war between their minds and emotions. Hmm. So that's how they say that's what the Church of Satan is. Right. The Black House was a building that formerly stood at 6114 California Street in San Francisco, California, and was used by an. Anton LaVey as the headquarters of the Church of Satan from 1966 until his death. LaVey conducted satanic seminars and rituals in the house, one of the most notorious being the satanic baptism of his daughter Zena in 1967. Public ceremonies were performed at the house until 1972. LaVey lost ownership of the house in 1991 due to a court settlement when he separated from Diane Haggerty. But Diane let LeVay live there. What a nice That's nice lady. of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like she's like, I don't want this freaking weird ass house. Like- <laughs> right. <laughs> like, go on. Yeah. <laughs> After Anton's death, members of the Church of Satan attempted to raise funds to repurchase the home from her, uh, but they weren't able to raise enough money. The house was demolished on October 17th, 2001, and now a duplex stands there in its place. Dude, the, I bet that shit is haunted. Oh, hell yeah. You know it. After a um, bunch of satanic rituals? The Who is building, living there? <laughs> right. I don't know. The building is sometimes referred to as a mansion when it's talked about prior to it being demolished. Uh, but photographs of the building taken just before its demolishment shows it being a moderately sized single family home that's considerably smaller than the two other apartment buildings 
beside the property. Public records show it was listed at 2,205 square feet and was built in 1905. So, I mean, it's a good size home, but it's not a mansion by any means. Yeah. And I see this picture you have here. I mean, that's, it'd be looking small. Yeah. Compared to the other two buildings. Yeah. It's not not a high rise. No. (laughs) In the satanic Bible, it says that man using his brain invented all gods, which means our species cannot accept or control their personal egos, feeling compelled to conjure up one or a multiplicity of characters who can act without hindrance or guilt upon whims or desires. They believe that all gods are externalized forms, magnified projections of the true nature of their creators, personifying aspects of the universe or personal temperaments, which many of their followers find to be troubling. Satanists believe that gods are fiction. Instead of bending the knee and worship to or seeking friendship or unity with mythical entities, they place themselves at the center of their own subjective universe at their own highest value. That means that Satanists are their own gods who can offer love to those who deserve it and deliver wrath upon those who seek to cause us or what they cherish harm. Yeah. So pretty much what I've, I've gotten is that Satanists are actually really atheists. They don't believe in any God or anything like that. They don't believe in even really Satan, Satan himself is the God. Right. Yeah. Right. They're just atheists who believe that pretty much, I mean, what organized religion has made to fear, they want to put that more on the person to just essentially be a good person. Don't be a dick. Right. Which is interesting because I mean, when you hear Satanist, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just assuming a Satanist is someone who worships Satan as we know Satan to be from religion. Yes. So I, it's just interesting. And they also, and we might talk about it more, but I just want to make sure we touch on it. So um, I was looking, if you're interested in like knowing more about the Church of Satan, churchofsatan.com is a wealth of knowledge. I mean, they have F- fact in, you know, um, FAQs and all kinds of little different tabs that you can go in and see uh, questions that you can send them questions and they'll answer them. Um, but I, I believe that if they would have called themselves anything else other than church of Satan, a lot more people would like be kind of on board with what they got going on. I mean, we're going to go through a bunch of their, the, the nine satanic statements and their, satanic rules and a lot of them are like i agree yeah Yeah. that's not bad um but you know there's such a stigma about the church of satan that it's bad because of that satan word you know right yeah um interesting to read on because i don't really know a whole lot about the the is it i mean the religion of it Mm -hmm. it's gonna blow your mind I'm excited. Okay. So, so they got a five point program and the five point program helps others see if they would be interested in aligning with the church of Satan or not. Okay. These are these five points. The first one is stratification. The point on which all the others ultimately rest. There can be no more myth of equality for all. It only translates to mediocrity. 
and supports the weak at the expense of the strong. Water must be allowed to seek its own level without interference from apologists for incompetence. No one should be protected from the effects of his own stupidity. I mean, ouch. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Let that sit for a second. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Me neither, because I'm always trying to help. Same. (laughs) And to let somebody struggle because they're stupid. I mean, that's tough. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Number two, strict taxation of all churches. If churches were taxed for all their income and property, they'd crumble overnight of their own obsolence and the national debt would be wiped out as quickly. The productive, the creative, the resourceful should be subsidized. So long as the useless and incompetent are getting paid, they should be heavily taxed. (laughs) (laughs) And again, I don't agree with all of this, right? (laughs) Yeah, we don't agree with this. We'll tell you what we agree on. Oh, well, I do agree that churches should be taxed. Yes, I'm I agree. i say I think they should. I don't know that I would call everybody useless and incompetent. Yeah, I mean. I, I mean, that's a lot. They don't mince words. They just say it. Bold strokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number three is no tolerance for religious beliefs secularized and incorporated into law and order issues. To reestablish Lex Talonis would require a complete overturning of the present injustice system based on Judeo-Christian ideals, where the victim defender has been made the criminal. Amnesty should be considered for anyone in prison because of his alleged influence upon the actual perpetrator of the crime. Everyone is influenced in what he or she does. Scapegoating has become a way of life, a means of survival for the unfit, As an extension of the Judeo-Christian cop-out of blaming the devil for everything, criminals can gain leniency, even praise, by placing the blame on a convenient villain. Following the satanic creed of responsibility to the responsible in a satanic society, everyone must experience the consequences of his own actions for good or ill. So, I mean, the devil made me do it would not work. No. And then that is a lot to unpack right there. Like well, that entire. My first thought whenever I hear stuff like that is like, okay, Charles Manson. Yeah. You know, he influenced these folks to commit these murders. Would that mean he would go free because they had their own, I don't know. Responsibility to the responsible. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. And then what about like, we just did one on Lorena Bobbitt who got off because she was not in her right mind. She pleaded insanity. Would insanity go out the window? How would that work? I mean, I don't, I don't know how that would work. And I don't know. I mean, there's so many levels to what this is saying here to me anyways I mean the way I'm reading it mm-hmm. and then too just like our entire justice system is based on judeo-christian ideals yeah so I don't I don't know kind of mind-blowing yeah. it's a lot uh, number four development and production of artificial human companions the forbidden industry an economic godsend which will allow everyone power over someone else 
polite, sophisticated, technologically feasible slavery and the most profitable industry since TV and the computer. Is this talking about like vibrators and stuff? What does this even mean? I don't really know. I'm trying to reread it. Power over someone else. And are they saying to get rid of that? Are they talking about like, I don't know. I don't know what that one's about. I don't know what this means. Yeah. If they're saying get rid of vibrators, I'm not here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Say that right now. (laughs) Well, yeah. Otherwise, I don't know what this means. (laughs) Yeah. Because then I kind of think about like, like the media. I don't know. I don't know. Let us know how you feel about that one. Somebody tell us what that means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're a Satanist, please let us know what that means. Cause I'm, we're confused. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent confused. I don't know what that's saying at all. Number five, the opportunity for anyone to live within a total environment of his or her choice with mandatory adherence to the aesthetic and behavioral standards of same which means privately owned, operated, and controlled environments as an alternative to homogenized and plogit ones. That's, I suppose, said that wrong, but I don't know. The freedom to insularize oneself with a social milieu of personal well-being, an opportunity to feel, see, and hear that which is most aesthetically pleasing without interference from those who would pollute or detract from that opinion. So basically, if you wanted to, wherever you wanted to live at any cost, you could. That's how I'm taking that. Okay. I would like to revise my idea on what these last two things mean. So I think number four is saying that you can develop artificial human companions. And I think number five is saying that everyone should do whatever they want. That makes them feel good. No matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Like there should be no laws to like detract from that perhaps. Yeah. That's how I'm taking that too. Well, that's how I'm taking it too, because within a total environment of his or her choice. So if you want to live at a dump, live Live in a a dump. dump. Yeah, just let people do what they want to do. Yeah. I imagine that would be like within reason, but right. Well, and they are knows? they are against like um against drugs and like illegal things like that. Like they don't they don't want to they don't do anything where they would kill animals or sacrifices, things like that. Um they're very against that. They're very against drug use unless it makes you happy. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, that's their whole oh, game. Oh, wait. Does it say that? Unless drug use makes you happy, they're against Pretty much. It? Yeah. And it's your own choice. Hmm. So, okay. okay. The nine. Now we're moving on to the nine satanic statements. Okay. All right. Number one, Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. So do it all you want. Got you. Number two, Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Three, Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-defeat, deceit. 
Four, Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> Satan, five, Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Okay. Six, Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. Think psychic vampires, I know, because what we do in the shadows, they suck your like energy. They're just energy suckers. Okay. Satan seven. Satan represents man as just another animal, sometimes better, more often worse than those that walk on all fours, who, because of his divine, spiritual, and intellectual development, has become the most vicious animal of all facts dude yeah not wrong my husband was reading these statistics yesterday about something i mean i was like mostly listening to what he was saying but he was saying that like man like 70 percent less animals exist since like the 60s because and it's because of humans uh-huh something yeah. insane like I, I don't quote me on that statistic but it was something insane because he was talking about a woodpecker that is now extinct and then like read me that and I was like oh my god we suck yeah we do suck we super suck it's sad number eight Satan represents all of the so-called sins as they all lead to physical mental or emotional gratification number nine Satan has been the best friend the church has ever had as he has kept it in business all of these years (laughs) yeah (laughs) so the nine satanic sins this will be good Mm -hmm. number one stupidity agreed number yeah i mean yeah (laughs) number two pretentiousness number three solipism which is the view that the self is all that can be known to exist four self-deceit five herd conformity, six, lack of perspective, seven, forgetfulness of past orthodoxies, eight, counterproductive pride, and nine is lack of aesthetics. So you got to be pretty. Is that what that means? You got to be. Yeah. The sin otherwise. (laughs) Yep. And then now we have the 11 satanic rules of earth. These I pretty much agree with all of them. Number one. Yeah. Do not give opinions or advice unless you're asked Two, I mean, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for that. Shut up people who have opinions unless it's good. (laughs) Number two, do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. Three, when in in another's lair, show him respect or else do not go there. Four, if your guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm for that. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm all right with it. Just leave. <laughs> number five, do not make sexual advances unless you're given the mating signal. <laughs> Someone now, please define the mating signal. <laughs> now that's the troublesome part. They don't have a how to create the mating signal but Give i'm the mating signal i'm sure it's something like caca caca <laughs> mating signal that's us finding each other in crowds <laughs> uh 
Number six, do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Number seven, acknowledge the power of magic. If you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires, if you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. So be thankful for what you get, I guess. Mm-hmm. Number eight, do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. I like that too. I think everybody needs to mm-hmm. apply that to their lives, probably. Number nine, do not kill, or I'm sorry, do not harm little children. Always a good one. Right. 10, do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your food. See? Well, hold on. So you're allowed to kill human animals? I'm going to say, yeah. (laughs) If they come in your house, if they come in your lair. Non-human there. I feel like it would apply to humans also, unless yeah. you're attacked or for your <laughs> Yeah. Unless they came into your lair starting some shit and you're like, not in this lair, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> 11. When walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not stop, destroy him. So there you go. That's why. And I love that. Yeah. Okay. So being attacked or for food. No, if someone gets on your nerves, destroy them. Done. Yep. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to read next. That word is also a word. I don't know. Okay. I know this word. It's the sigil of Baphomet. Okay. Well, you screwed up because it's sigil. What did I say? Sigil. Sigil. I know. I know that word. (laughs) The Baphomet word. I did not know. Okay, so it's the pentagram with the goat. This symbol has long been associated with demonic activity. The specific drawing was printed in the 1987 book La Clef de la Maginore by French nobleman and occultist Stanislas de Guita. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Owned it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one. This design was then taken by LeVay when he was researching black arts. And when he created the order of the trapezoid, he believed this particular symbol was the one which embodied the principles, which were the bedrock of the first above ground satanic church. So he saw it. He liked it. He took it. Like he does everything else. Yep. The pentagram comes from the Pythagorean tradition the goat or ram's head within refers to the goat of Mendes, a symbol of the Egyptian Niteramon, who was called the hidden one, who abides in all things, the soul of all phenomena. The two concentric circles, which contain the word Leviathan written in Hebrew, starting at the lowest point and moving counterclockwise, stem from the traditions of the Ophite Jews, and this is the essence of the dragon of the abyss, descended from Tiamat sometimes symbolized as a serpent biting its own tail to form a circle, which means one sigil was found what we find a confluence of several cultures. So uh, in an approach uh, to embody what we call Satan. So it's like lots of cultures, things making Mm -hmm. up this one sigil. Okay. Okay. I felt like I was just reading out of a book of like, I don't know, like the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a very bunch of words. 
very convoluted. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could read those couple sentences a few times. <laughs> yeah. But everybody's seen that serpent biting its own tail to form a circle. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I think, I mean, I think I've seen all of these things that are shown here. So. So yes. over, th- over the years, the symbol has been one that has been plastered on everything in the church of Satan and were used to create altar plaques that were available for the church of Satan general membership. The image was trademarked, which protects the image as sigil of Baphomet with the words church of Satan. So you'll see on some of them, a, a TM <laughs> like oh, you gosh, do trademarked. on, uh, Yeah. Yeah. all things. <laughs> so if you now feel that you would like to join the church of Satan, you would need to do the following things. Buy the satanic Bible, send $225 to a PO box in New York. And in the letter, write this note. Please enroll me as a registered member of the Church of Satan. I recognize that failure to practice the principles of the Church of Satan and or engaging in illegal activity may result in termination of this membership. I am legally of adult age in my nation of residence. I have enclosed a copy of a national or a state-issued photo ID as proof of my identity and age. Enclosed is $225 in U.S. funds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool oh and then also complete an application for membership that asks vital statistics and has a 40 bullet questionnaire and send them a photograph of yourself yeah it's like i downloaded the file just to see and holy shit dude it is very invasive like they want to know what's your favorite color well like questions include musical movie and food tastes do you have leadership abilities and do you consider yourself a good judge of character? I mean, tons. Yeah. Just <laughs> like random. a dating app. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> right. Um, so, so there is a grotto system, like a stepping stone, um, an org chart When Anton started the Church of Satan, he experimented with mandating specific colors of medallions that needed to be worn by each member according to their degree in the church. In the 70s, it became clear that many people became obsessed with jockeying for positions like you do. You know, you always Mm -hmm. want to get to that next step and became overly concerned with their place in the organization rather than working toward advancement in the outside world. This went against their philosophy and the existence of degrees were done away with. However, today the church maintains its traditional degrees, but they're not steps to advance. No member is required to move beyond a registered member. The first degree just means you have an active membership. The remaining degrees, the second through the fifth are not open to application or request. The administration watches their qualified members and may choose to grant recognition and move people up the degrees. You can send in your accomplishments to the administration so your progress can be noted, but you can't, nobody can apply for it. They have to invite you to move up. Okay. Hmm. So the degrees are registered member, which is no degree. First degree is active member, Satanist. Second degree is witch or warlock. 
third degree is priestess, priest. Fourth degree is magistra, magister. And the fifth degree is maga, magus. They do have administrators, agents, and grotto masters that are descriptive titles for what people do, but they're not levels or ranks. And they can be held by members with different degrees. High priests or priestesses are top admin titles and can only be held by fourth or fifth degree members. Those who hold third through fifth degrees are all members of the priesthood of Mendes and individuals with these titles may be called reverend. You are bestowed these titles um, are tokens of their appreciation for accomplishments and are not means for the establishment of rank and authority that commands submission. So it's basically like a good job. Yeah. At a boy, here's a degree. Super cool. Yeah. Agents are individuals who demonstrate a thorough grasp of the church of Satan and they have to be skilled at communication and must be able to be trained as a contact for local media. When you fill out your application, it asks if you would like further involvement. Yeah. So how far you want to go? <laughs> yeah. And if you want to be on your local news as your yeah. local Satanist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, priesthood of Mendez are individuals who act as spokespersons for the philosophy of the church of Satan. Members of the priesthood make up the council of nine, which is a ruling body of organization appointed by and responsible to the high priest priestesses. The order of the trapezoid consists of individuals who assist in the administration of the church of Satan. Members of our, their priesthood are people of accomplishment in the real world and had mastered skills and won peer recognition, which is how they obtain their positions. They are movers and shakers who are the core of the movement. They are not required to speak on behalf of the church and are allowed to keep their affiliation and rank a secret in order to obtain um, their personal goals, which means you could know someone who is in the priesthood and not even know it. The priesthood is by invitation only, and members are not allowed to ask how they can become a priest. Interesting. So that, in a nutshell. I mean, on this website, though, like, there are thousands of, we could go on for a week of different sections of the Church of Satan. But Yeah, I mean, their website is very comprehensive. It really is. And I mean, now there is no, like they don't meet. It's not like a meeting thing. Most of it's done through internet now. Um, you know, so there's not like a, a communal thing. Some people can choose to try to reach out to other people that are Satanists, but it even says like in on the website, like just because you're Satanist doesn't mean you have to like each other someone you might reach out to somebody and they might hate you and then you just move on <laughs> it's like there's no I feel like in a, a thing like this they would want communal respect um but there is no requirement for such no nope and I don't so if think you become like a member you don't necessarily get to even know who all else is members it nope. sounds like no, you're not allowed to ask that question. They're very secretive of like, like their degrees and stuff like that. Like, and I don't really know what I would love to see examples of what you would need to submit to them to say, like, to get recognition, to try to get to that next degree. 
it almost like, sounds like it's like your personal life, like your accomplishments it, that are unrelated. Yeah, because I feel I feel like that's the end goal is to get people in high ranking positions in the world to then do like a takeover. So yeah, is there eventually going to be like an unveiling of these are all the people that are in this that you have no idea? Sure. There's a little black book somewhere. There always is something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Somebody will find it. But I mean, all in all, the church of Satan is not as negative as it it sounds. Um, Yeah really it's just kind of like stay in your own lane let people do what they want that makes them happy Mm -hmm. and that's about it and send them 225 bucks right give them some money whatever i mean it does sound like what you said where it just seems like these people are atheists Mm -hmm. and this is their thing yeah so hey i mean i think it's good to have a better understanding that they're not like those people sacrificing goats and you know yeah they could probably work on their pr yes for sure but i think that's what they like is unless somebody goes and like or you know researches it they're not they're gonna just have that outward yeah yeah and i don't think they want like every single person to be in the church of Satan. Yeah, probably not. I mean, the whole point, like, I feel like we started talking about this. Um, I don't know it. What, whenever I think we started talking about this, I think I might've been the one that brought it up, but I was not, I don't think I was even talking about the church of Satan. I just didn't know what I was talking about because one of my friends was telling me that you could like donate to, one of these satanic organizations and like their main goal was to push legislation. Yeah. Which like a lot of that legislation lines up with my ideals. And I was like, gosh, but like, how do they raise money with Satan in their name? (laughs) I don't think it was church of Satan. It was something else, but no, it's, it's the state. I think it's the satanic temple. Yeah. Is who is the one who does a lot of like, the the um monuments and stuff like that that they have and they protest and they try to do things for like they gather money to be able to go up in court against like some of these like rulings that I mean yes because I did and we can do and their website is this satanic temple.com on theirs they also have that sigil and it's their tagline is empathy reason and advocacy yeah we should do one on them too yeah because i think like my my thoughts all got like convoluted and intertwined yeah i mean this is interesting too because it's like the first stepping stone of that in that the church of satan is not out here killing animals and you know Right. And, and I think that, yeah, the satanic temple, they have a lot to say about like the Texas, uh, reproductive stuff. And they're doing like a fundraiser to help expand religious reproductive rights. Um, Mm -hmm. so they seem like they're a lot more vigilant, like involved in like the 
laws and Mm -hmm. involved in, like you said, like empathetic causes, that kind of thing, as opposed to, well, and then what do you just send these guys $225? What are they doing with their money? Well, um, they're, they have like a donate button and it looks like they have like congregations, like they actually meet like gatherings. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, how can I join? Go to the join page, fill out a 500 questionnaire and tell them you know what your favorite Uh, color is membership is free however official membership cards can be purchased with a non-refundable 25 dollars fee that's a lot more reasonable that is a lot more reasonable (laughs) your cards are pretty sweet looking (laughs) so yeah we will um, we will do a continue on wait hold on i wait i want to see if there's a congregation near us just for fun let's see Oh yeah. There's one in Ohio. Where 120. Ohio. It's in Columbus. Okay. There's one in Indianapolis, West Virginia, West Michigan, Illinois. Yeah. Wait, now is this Satanic Temple or is this Church of Satan? This is the Satanic Temple. The Church of Satan, they don't congregate. They don't congregate. Okay. Right. Interesting. So, that is interesting. Huh. Well, yeah, that's an episode another episode mm-hmm. yeah i mean i'm sure there's enough to go into for that but okay well i mean this has been interesting anton Levey sounds like a character out of a book yeah he's a hot mess express and the very first picture you put of him <laughs> he was more about the theatrics it, yeah definitely there's a picture ali put in here and he's got like a head thing on and then like Three people are in front of him with a black cat mask, a, a pig. What are those called? That's not a pig. Um, a pig with the tusks. A, a pig you know with the I mean. tusk. Yeah, a goat? You know. Oh, a boar, right? Is that like a boar? It's a goat? I'm pretty sure that's no. a goat, dude. The second one, the one in the middle, is not a goat. The white guy? The yeah. white head? Oh, uh-huh. I don't know what that that's is. That's like a boar. I think that's a boar. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I was talking about. <laughs> the and last think... one is a goat. Or a ram. A ram. Oh, it's a ram for sure. Yeah. We need to go back to like kindergarten. Like Pro- probably. What are these animals? <laughs> a pig with tusks and a goat with extra long horns. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Well, to cite our sources, churchofsatan.com very informative lots of stuff to look at and kind of cock your head at um and wiki.com so we hope you enjoyed this episode 76 anton Levey in the church Church of satan Satan. tell us how you feel about it what are your thoughts did you think that this is how it was explain explain number four to us (laughs) yeah because we're still i don't know what that means Mm -mm. okay i'm not confident either (laughs) All right. Well, we hope y'all have a good week and we will see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.